We're continuing on in the third parakashar bitachon, where we're discussing, we've already established that Hashem gives challenges to people, and Hashem makes us put in Aristotle for our basic needs, for either of two reasons. Reason number one is to be able to test a person what he's going to do, what means and methods he's going to go about to be able to get his basic needs. Is he going to do it in the Derech HaTorah, or is he going to go do it in non-kosher means in order to be able to get his basic means? The second reason was to keep a person busy and so that a person will be appreciative and not kick back at Hashem. We explained that when a tzaddik has proven already that he's someone who doesn't need to be tested, he's someone who's keeping busy, he is someone who's doing all the right things, he's someone who's appreciative to Hashem, he should technically be able to be given all of his basic needs without any ishtablis. Yet we see that a tzaddik is many times tested and a tzaddik many times has to do efforts, put, put in his ishtavos, put in his efforts, and there are times that a tzaddik has meager amounts. So we asked, what is Pshat in that? And we said this was an age-old question. This was asked by the Nevi'im, this was even asked by Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu Bachi explained to us, every single one had its own unique answer. But then he says, and there's also this concept of tzaddik, ben tzaddik, tzaddik, ben Russia, Russia ben tzaddik, Russia ben Russia, and those who would be worthy and not. But he says, I'm going to give you an insight to this anyway, and I'm going to try to give you answers. And he listed off five different answers. The first one that he said was that sometimes Hashem is actually doing a favor for the tzaddik. Why? Because the tzaddik, either many, many years back in his youth, or prior to him becoming a tzaddik, had done averos. And as a result of that avera, Hashem wants to clean him out. Hashem wants to give him forgiveness for whatever sin he had done. And what he explained was, this is a huge favor that Hashem is doing. Why? Because Hashem is trying to avoid this tzaddik ever having to go to Gehenna. This tzaddik ever having to go through the cleansing process in the next world. And it's so much easier and simpler in this world. So Hashem goes and says, you will have to put in a little bit of ishtablis, or you'll have a little bit of suffering in this world. The Rambat brings down that Eov, who we know was the person who suffered the most, Hashem told the Malach that he could punish Eov to the limit, every single step, one spot, one drop before death. Whatever it takes, put him through all the suffering that can be imagined, but don't kill him. So every single, every single possible means of suffering, every single thing that can be done, was done to Eov. Yet the Ramban says, one second of Gehenim is worse than all the suffering Eov went through. So can you imagine now, if Hashem does someone a tova, and Hashem says, instead of you suffering in Gehenna, I'm going to give you a little bit of extra work here. I'm going to make you put in a little bit of ishtavos. I'm going to make you have a little bit of suffering, a little bit of a challenge. Maybe this is the best favor that Hashem could do for us. This is a tremendous tov that Hashem is offering. And we can bring down that Rabbi Kiva, at the end of his life, suffered. He was one of the sorry Malchus. And he screams out, he still has his love for Hashem. He doesn't question Hashem. Rebbe Lazar ben Pedas, who was brought down, that he had tremendous poverty, at one point turned and asked Hashem, why is it that I don't have money? Not in a questioning way, but trying to understand, why am I suffering this? And Hashem responds back to him, I'm doing this for you, so that you will have it in Olam Haba. We understand from this, and we see that he had many conversations with the Gemara, where he's, we see Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas discussing Rabbi Yochanan, and look at what he gleaned out of this. And look at where he was able to be. Look at how much he stood up to this challenge and what he was able to accomplish. The same thing we'll close with, with Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish was a bandit. Rabbi Yochanan tells him, I'll give you, I'll give you my sister. Reish Lakish was Choser B'Tshuva. It says that after 120, when he went up, the other bandits came to him and said, 
Why is it that you got Olam Haba and we're in Gan Eden and we're in Ganem? And he answers back, because I did tshuva. And maybe it is also, we could say, that from some of the suffering that Rish Lakish went through in this world, that was what, able, what enabled him to go straight to Canada. And so what we see is that a person, as a result of suffering, as a result of having to put in his davos, maybe it's only because Hashem wants to give him a clean slate, and therefore it's a, it's a favor that Hashem is doing for us.